I think it's called oh. the life. I think it's called the life, the life and death, or the life and times of Peter Sellers. I'll have a look at it. But you, so oh, okay. you do, you're doing an intro. Yeah. So this is um, episode two of. Uh, <clears throat> We're going to call it uh, a pubcast. A aren't pubcast. We? <laughs> it's podcast. Pubcast. A pubcast presentation. Uh, this is pint number two. So um, you've already missed um, pint number quite, one. Yeah, and quite an interesting conversation yeah, that all, I wish all, I'd It's downhill from recorded, now because it's yeah. pint, pint number two. But Ashley was just telling me about, um, we were just talking about Peter Cook and Dudley Moore and um, how interesting the dynamic was between them because Peter, uh, Peter Cook was obviously, um, well not obviously, but he was um, privately educated and university Cambridge or Oxford Cambridge I think wasn't it Oxford I Peter Cook yeah I can't remember and, uh, was it Cambridge was he one of the Footlights was he the pre-Footlights yeah, footlights, footlights, footlights. Yeah, he, Cambridge he must have been because the Footlights it? guys like Stephen Fry <coughs> kind of held him in high esteem didn't yeah. they because they'd gone to the same yeah and Dudley Moore went there as well didn't he he, but did he was there, from he? working class background did he get a scholarship or something? Yeah, yeah, through because of his um, piano playing, I think. Oh uh, yes, of course. He yes. was a very good. He was a piano good player. pianist, but not a penis pianist. <laughs> yeah, so we were talking about that, um, and that led us to a film. You well, saying we were about, about the... well, we were saying that that would make a good film. Oh yes, the the, 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 <coughs> the dynamic of their relationship, their relationship, here, relationship Moore, and the jealousy. Yeah, yeah and, uh, a, there was, by all accounts, a lot of envy for um, on Cook's part with uh, Dudley Moore's success in Hollywood. Yeah, and uh, he pretty much, I think you could say, sort of bullied Dudley Moore, didn't he? You can tell it's some of the sort of Derek and Clive yeah, stuff, can't you? And, yeah, and you know, belittle, Dud. belittles him. Yeah, and sort of Moore laughs it off quite often, doesn't he? Like, yeah. Ha, ha. Yeah. You know, does a bit of. Yeah, but it probably sort of really. But it probably did hurt. Wrangled him. Yeah, it probably did. Um, so there probably was a bit of like ah, you know, payback when he yeah. made it in Hollywood. Yeah. And he, you know, he made a success. Had had quite a run of uh, ten, wasn't it? He did. And, yeah. And Alfie. Yeah. Uh, Alfie. No, um, Alfie. Um, Arthur. Arthur. Yeah. Sorry. Arthur. And Arthur too. There was. Yeah. Did two of those, didn't and he? Uh, didn't he? He was. <laughs> This wasn't one of his best, but wasn't he in Digby the... The biggest dog in the world? Yeah. Was he in that? He probably wasn't there. And wasn't he in the Christmas movie? Where he... Oh, God, yes. Where they... Santa Claus the movie. Yeah. Where they, where they butchered loads of <laughs> reindeer. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, probably not his best. Yeah. Um, oh, I can smell garlic. Mm. Someone's having a pizza. Mm. I wish we had nice. smell vision Yeah. <laughs> But yes, yeah. how that dynamic would make a very, a very good film. Mm. And then I, and then I sort of um, went on to talk about. I was just mentioning to Calvin who'd not seen this film, The Life and Death of Peter Sellers. Um, did you know that film existed? No. You, not, you didn't even know it existed. No. And when you said Jeffrey Rush played him, uh, I looked like him. Doesn't does he? really look like him, really. Um, no. But he is a, a brilliant actor. So, in a bit of a chameleon. Yeah. I think it was kind of. Not straight after, but it was kind of off, maybe off the back of Shine, that film he did about oh, right. the pianist. Have you, ever seen, have you ever seen Shine? Yes. He, didn't he have like lock, lock, locked in syndrome or something, didn't he, that guy? But he could still play the piano. I'm trying to remember. I have seen the film. Mm. I'm sure he, they, thought he was, they thought he was like mentally disabled, but mm. really he had some sort of locked in syndrome. And then, then he became a professor after that, mm. didn't he, and taught piano. Yeah. Um, it's quite a fascinating story. 
That's going quite far back, isn't it? Yeah. Is that nineties, late nineties? Mm. Remember going to see it? <clears throat> yeah, he's an interesting actor, isn't he? But the life and death of Peter Sellers is is very is a good film, <clears throat> and I was trying to think who played because he he was he was did he marry Britt Eklund? Mm. Yeah. Well, that's played by um, Charlize Theron. Oh right. Who does a good. She does impersonation. A, yeah. I don't know what to call it a personation. She just looks good looking, so that's pretty much Brit Eglin was wasn't it really? I mean I wouldn't say Did Brit she do Eglin's. the Swedish accent? She may have done a bit of Swedish. Swedish. Oh yes, oh, oh Peter. Oh Peter, don't put that there, it's not right. You're crazy. Let's go to IKEA. <laughs> you need therapy. <laughs> yeah, he was a You're funny, I like you. But he was a he was depressive, a wasn't he? And, man, oh yes, like, well, yeah, because we were talking about uh, how many quite comedians, an odd character. how many comedians are, are <coughs> depressive, make depressives. Yeah, mm. he, he didn't seem to. Yeah, I mean, he, I don't and know much some, about his life story, <coughs> but it seemed he, he was a bit of an outsider. And some things that I've read about him. Have you read any were, biographies? No. No. But that he was not a very nice person, really. Quite an egotist. Yeah. I think that comes out in the <coughs> in the film. I remember. I mean, I've only ever seen it once, but um, I, um, I remember him being quite—he was quite um, physical with a lot of, of his relation. You know, the women that he used yes, to. Yeah. Um, probably what you'd call domestic violence nowadays, but mm. maybe it wasn't so known in those days. No. But, but yeah, he—he he had mood swings and that. He Talk. did like a pretty lady, didn't he? He did like a pretty lady on his arm. But yeah. I don't think they were married very long. You in Brooklyn, were they? They did. Did they have a child or not? No. I don't think they did. <clears throat> and then just before his death, because it goes, the film goes right up to the. He was, was it was it called Being There or something? He did mm. a film called Being There, which was a bit of a vanity. That was his last film, wasn't it? That was his last film. <clears throat> and the movie goes up to that point. Didn't he die just it. after that? I think he did. I'm not even sure. He may he may not have even seen the film. I think he may have. I think it may have been released before his death, but he died quite soon after. Mm. But I think he was he was married or with someone other than Britt Eklund. Um, in his later life, and I think she's she took most of the uh, the estate. Oh, right. Because they were married. So there must have been married. acrimonious. Yeah, I think there's a bit of contention the there. Family. There was. I seem to remember with the, when the film came out, there was a bit of con- controversy about that because um, I think they did have a child. Trade. They may have. Well, him uh, and Brickett. Yeah, uh, Victoria what? Sellers. And I think oh, okay. she was like quite a wild child. I don't I'm, know what she's I'm, doing now. I'm going to Google it. <clears throat> yeah, she was like heavily into drugs and oh, okay. stuff. So she's probably inher- inherited her father's <clears throat> gene, tortured genes. Mm. But yeah, being there, that was a quite a, a... Yeah, I'm not sure about that film. But you said it was quite personal to him, like... Did you say I that? think it was. Well, I didn't, but I, but I will do. <laughs> I think it was. Well, it's a fantasy project, so I guess. Yeah, I guess it. I think it was something he because had a lot of uh, the, stock in, didn't he? Like, the character. Yeah. Was like pretty, like a blank, as I remember it. Anyway. Probably how he felt. I think that's probably the true Sellers, because he hid behind all these characters that he played, didn't he? Exactly. Who who was Peter Sellers? Yeah. Who was the real yeah. Peter Sellers? Yeah. Victoria Sellers is a British model, actress, and comedian. Yeah, Brit Eklund. You're right. Mm. Yeah, it's her mum. Obviously. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure she was a bit of a handful when she was 
a lot younger. She must be, you know, she's older than us. But it's a connection to, <coughs> this is a sort of tenuous uh, connection here to, no, I'll tell you who took Peter Sayers' money. Right, here's a ten, here's a... Was it a group? It was, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if, if you've listened to the other podcasts or the spodcasts that aren't pubcasts, mm. but you, you, you might find, if the listeners who do, that sort of general predisposition to cheesy sci-fi movies. With who? With us. What? Oh, right. In the, in the, in the podcast. Oh, yeah. And um, <clears throat> it's a particularly obscure film. I don't know if it's that obscure now. Maybe I think it's still probably obscure. But um, and I remember watching this film. There, there is a Peter Sellers link to this, by mm. the way. I'm, I'm digressing. Mm. But I've got to get this in before I forget it. Mm. Um, and it's a film called Phase Four. Mm. The ants. Oh, killer ants! I can see the cover. Yep, I must have seen it. I think I made you watch it, Mill. I can see the the video box cover. Yeah, I think I think I probably said you, you need to watch this, Millie, mm. and I probably I probably sort of forced it upon you mm. against your will. Yeah, and you're like no, 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 <coughs> please. But um, yeah, so it was. A, I kind of feel around that time. In fact, it probably it was probably um, it, it, it was. Probably before all the Revenge of Nature sort of, there, there was a bit of a spate of a Revenge of Nature kind of movies that that came about and uh, around the sort of 70s and, and, and early 80s. You had stuff like, I don't know if, you, if I'm going to reel these titles off, mm. but there was a film called Bug, do you remember that? No. Which was about, uh, which, I remember this, all this kind of crap I used to watch on like um, late night TV. Mm. I'd get home and it'd be on and I remember this film, it was a really... I, I don't know, I was probably 11 or 12, and it was, it was like on really late at night, and I probably uh, was staying up far too late than I should have. My parents had probably gone to bed, and I probably, you know, snuck your, downstairs. Your schoolwork suffered. Yeah, well, and my, then, whole, my whole life then suffered. Then you ended up here. Yeah, exactly. So I, I can trace <laughs> can it all the way it. back to uh, <laughs> the bug. <laughs> it's all the thought of that film. I could have been a contender, I could have been who, somebody. Who directed that? Because we need to contact He's, him. He's ruined your yeah, life. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to find out where he lives. So it's yeah. probably LA somewhere, and I'm going to say. You know, if I hadn't stayed up watching that fucking film, Bug, which was terrible... You could probably sue him in America. Probably could, get a good lawyer. Yeah. Get Michael Jackson's lawyer, or, yeah. or O.J. Simpson's. Yeah. I mean, they got him off, so, yeah. you know, anything's possible, isn't it? Talking of O.J., this Ooh. is another segue. Go on, go for it. <clears throat> I've been listening to a is podcast... Is he on Twitter now or something? Is he? Oh, yeah, I think, I'm sure he liked, there was a thing like... I, I remember <clears throat> I saw something like, he's now on Twitter. Oh, right. And uh, he's been posting lots of... Really I bet Trump's sort of probably liking all his. Oh, probably tweets. yeah, he's probably retweeting them. Yeah, but he made some <clears throat> sort of off colour thing about. Off. Oh, oh. Well, not off colour, but you know. Um, no, that just was some uh, some. Um, you could say insensitive remark about knives or something or oh, right. gloves. I'm not sure which. Both. But um, yeah, because he, he's he's out of the clink, is he now? Yeah. Sorry, what you were saying. Uh, I always remember the ruby wax documentary with OJ do you remember that I do remember that vaguely yes because didn't she have a scoop of interviewing him yeah was this when she he was interviewed tr- Trump as well oh, didn't did she, she really yeah yeah oh, I don't yeah that. yeah don't she interviewed so, so was this when he was trying to like claim his innocence and stuff and was this, yeah this was is post Nicole no he'd he'd been allegedly some well, he people, got away some with, people didn't he? say that he Killed his wife and that but, bloke. But was it Nicole or something rather? Yeah. But he but but he settled out of court, didn't he, with the, with the family? Um, a civil case. Yes. Uh, uh, um, do they call it that? What do they call it? Yeah, civil. No, is it civil action? Yeah, I think so. 
<clears throat> but anyway, so he had to pay damages. That's he? what they. That's what happens in America, isn't yeah, it? They, yeah, you can get off of it, but you know, yeah, long, long you have to pay. Money, you pay someone. Yeah. yeah, so they can't prove that you did it. Yeah, but they kind of know you did it. Yeah, and here's some money to pay off. Yeah, pay your pay pay your guilt off guilt. basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but then they got him on. Yeah, tax evasion, wasn't it? No, oh, um, no, he was dealing something, wasn't he? No, he he stole his own. Um, memorabilia, didn't he, from a museum in? Oh God, yeah. He, was he trying to flog it? In a, I remember seeing the undercover. Wasn't it in a hotel room or something? Yeah, he, like and a, he held people, a, someone hostage or there was a something. Sting, wasn't there that he was yeah. selling his stuff? That's yeah, a bizarre story, isn't it? There's another. Yeah. Well, there was a TV series about him, wasn't there? <clears throat> yeah. With Cooper Gooding Jr. Yeah. I didn't think much. Of, I, no, it I was too it, long. It was too long. I gave up. <clears> to be fair, and Travolta was in that, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Yeah. Uh, played the. The lawyer, he was defending him. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, OJ. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been listening to a podcast, which is. Um, <clears throat> That'll be the next thing. You'll be starting a podcast. Yeah. Thanks. Well, this was. Uh, this is a podcast. Um, I think it's called Confronting OJ, um, which is um, the sister of the. I can't remember his name. The was guy it? that was killed. Yes, who she was supposedly having an affair yeah. with. Yeah. And this is her, or whatever um, is. sort of going over the case and uh, trying to sort of come to just dealing with it. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Find and some clothes. Going over the story, talking to people that were involved, um, talking to the lawyers and uh, the police and that investigation. Trying to ultimately, I think she wants to try and talk to OJ, OJ about it. Um, hasn't finished yet. It's still sort of. It's quite a new podcast. So the extended family. I mean, they, they they basically they that, that in their minds he did it, didn't they? Yeah. Well, in everyone's minds. In everyone's pretty much. So yeah. he's got away with it, but he did do it. Yeah. And so they just want him to say, "Yeah, I did it." Yeah. Basically. I think so. Mess up. Yeah. Because they've never had sort of closure on that whole episode. No. And in a way, their grief has been overshadowed. Because it's more about OJ, really, yeah, yeah, and his wife, and this guy. Uh, from what his sister says, had no real involvement. You know, they weren't. They weren't lovers or whatever. That's what she says. Right. They were sort Friends. of acquaintances. Right. He was a waiter in a that's restaurant. Right, that's right. I didn't and think he was... the only reason that he'd gone there that night was because um, either Nicole or. I think it might have been Nicole's mother had been at this restaurant that he worked at and she'd left her glasses oh, really? at the restaurant and he because um, he, he knew where she lived. <clears throat> and that is when OJ turned up. supposedly um, turned up and in a fit of rage... Stabbed them both. Yeah. But he nearly decapitated her. Yes, yeah, yeah. I watched a documentary <clears throat> on, on, on Netflix. Have you, have you watched... Did you watch that? About no. it was about him. It was about basically the fall of him, really. Like, it, um, to be fair, that, that was more interesting than the um, the TV movie thing, I thought. Mm. And it was basically how, because um, he sort of came from nowhere, didn't he? Mm. And you know, he ended up being in stuff like airplane, and, yeah, yeah, you know, and, and, and a naked gun, mm. obviously, like carving a, 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 a Hollywood career. Yeah, yeah. But how that he never. There was a really interesting thing where. I mean, I mean, obviously, it's kind of. The interpretation of his documentarian who made this documentary, but how he, they, his take on it was that um, OJ was really um, 
he was very insecure about his blackness. Right. About being black. <clears throat> and and he would always that's why he would always mix with white people. Oh right. And he didn't actually have any black friends. Oh right. And all his friends were like white. Mm. And or in, you know, or industry types or and and there was some there was some comment from someone, he's the whitest black person I've ever met. Right. And that was kind of that's like a very <clears throat> damning, but that was kind of like how people perceived him as that especially in that in though in that era where he I was like there was a lot of racism. It, but he, exactly. he was like really he, accepted. He transcended by racism <clears throat> really, like, you know, oh you know, even though you know He was like was, a hero. Yeah, to white like kids a, and a national all, hero. all kinds of kids. Yeah. And, um, Someone to look up to. So yes, and, and almost like his he, he his fame and um, success transcended his colour mm. and mm. his background. Mm. But how he sh- but how he actively shunned other black people. Oh right. And and you know he would never come out for black causes and right. as a supporter mm. because he saw his future with the white. That would that with, would with the money detract from his image potentially yeah he, <coughs> he was the acceptable face of blackness basically yeah, yeah. and um, yeah, it's just a really interesting like, I'm sure it was on Netflix mm. but it's really interesting it is an interesting and, but how case. that all played into the whole thing with you know with the, with the murder mm. because that he had a, a deep rooted insecurity about his, his identity basically mm. um, and that made him it, 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 you know aggressive or whatever and it contributed to that the, was like a it was it's a very interesting case on like uh, how the media, put, you know, were involved in it. What well, created like, him? Yeah, and the whole car chase thing, like yeah, yeah, how yeah. like people were. Like, I mean, I, I like, remember watching that. People were out like, um, you know, while he was down the motorway with banners saying "Run OJ Run." Yeah, yeah. You know, they wanted him to. I mean, I, I obviously away, been yeah, in the yes. UK. I mean, the whole American football thing passes me by. I mean, I, I knew him really from Capricorn One. We're talking about oh, yeah. sci-fi movies. Yeah. I remember oh, yeah. Capricorn One that. Airplane. It's a good film. He's <coughs> not bad in it. No. And um, but um, you know, so, so I suppose the whole sports hero thing was kind of um, you know was completely lost on me. I, mm. I, I knew him more as an actor and a mm. uh, you know a performer. The whole sports thing, I kind of. Yeah. No, is he an airplane? It's the basketball oh, player. Uh, I can't think yeah. of his name now, but he's got a. Kareem Jamal Abdul. Is he not in an airplane? Or is he in an airplane too? He might be in an airplane too. He's definitely in Naked Gun anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, um, apologies there to Kareem and OJ. Well, not so much. No, no. Maybe not so much him. But, um, so yeah, um, so yeah, I guess I I, I knew him more as an actor uh, than a a sports person because I didn't follow American, don't really follow sports, let alone American football. No. You know, but um, but yeah, that's that's a, I can't remember the documentary, but that's that's really interesting, and you know how he was basically um, created by the media. Mm. Um, yeah. Anyway, fascinating stuff. But mm. um, OJ, what, what, gone. So you, I, I don't of, know. I cut you off. No, <laughs> I, I was just talking about that podcast, but um, I don't know. We were talking about Peter Sellers, weren't we? How did you get to OJ Simpson? It's I don't know. Though. But anyway, but obscure sci-fi, phase oh, yeah. phase four, Bug. Revenge of Nature and Bug. 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 Your life. I'm gonna I'm not gonna write I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm drafting that letter as I speak in my in my brain. Yeah, Bug was basically about these cockroaches that there's apparently they're like fire bugs or I don't know if these things are real, mm. but they can actually they rub something <laughs> behinds together right. and it creates a spark. Oh, okay. Right. So you had lots of things, you had the bees and you had the Michael oh, Payne. Yeah. There are no bees. There are no bees oh, in do, this do it, room. Do it. Billy? There, are, there are no bees in this room. Right. 
This is almost like what's that thing with um? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we're, we're like the um, with um Steve Coogan yeah, and um, Rob Brydon yeah uh, doing our trip. We're going to compare. Yeah. We do, Who do, does do, the do best? Do yours first. All right. What same the same thing? Got to say the same thing again. There are no bees in this room. Billy. Oh. There are no bees in this room. All right. Let me. If they did Billy, because he does say Billy. <coughs> I'm sure he's quite Billy. Billy. There are no bees in this room. I actually think yours was better, but I'm going to, I'm going to do it one more time. I think mum was a bit too... Well, it's quite nasally, but I, yeah. I, quite, I think I think he's quite nasally, isn't he, Mark King? I don't know. Billy, he's a bit up there. There are no bees <coughs> in this room. I'm going from a younger younger Michael Caine. All right. What what era? <laughs> well, this was 70s. Okay. Honestly, we won't go on about this. All right. I'll, I'll just do, do one do, more. Do one more. Billy, there are no bees in this room. I think you might win. But anyway, right. we'll, well, we'll, do, we'll just, do a poll. Yeah. Who did the best Michael yeah. Caine from, from the bees impersonation? The bees, yeah. Write in and send checks to the usual addresses. Um, but yeah, she, she, she had like disaster means, she had earthquake, <clears throat> Poseidon adventure, blah, blah, blah. And they were probably mm. obviously thinking, oh, we need some, what's another natural disaster? Oh, let's have like in, infestations of insects. So you had the bees, you had bug, um, which was like I say, these bugs that could create fire. I remember this particular scene where there's a woman and one gets in her hair, and obviously, you know, it was the era of hairspray. There was a lot of hairspray being used, and it ignited her hairspray. Ooh. And basically, she was like a tinderbox on fire, so, ah! screaming like that. Yeah. And she burnt to death. Mm. And it was those pesky bugs, Ooh. sort of fiery cockroaches things. Right. But so you, had all, so you had all these Revenge of Nature's movies and the Blob. Uh, the Blob was that a nature? The Blob wasn't. That's from space, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Like, just throw that in there. It wasn't a natural. Steve McQueen. It, oh, oh, it was Steve McQueen's fault. Yeah, but I think the blob was from space, wasn't it? That's the thing. Steve McQueen wasn't. He no. wasn't from space. No. He could have been from inner space. Um, but, so yeah, you had Jaws, obviously. Shark, there's a bumblebee, yep. the Tactus. That's yeah. Revenge of Nature. Yeah. That's all you've got to do, mate. Yeah. There's That'll no the wasps. Birds. Anyway. The birds, yeah. Hitchcock. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that yep. ruined everyone's appreciation of, you know, of birds. Um, Anyone with seagulls. a phobia of birds. Ah, it's, ah. Yeah, that's Phobia. I'm Jaws. Not sure. Jaws. So have we had like we haven't really had any, Cujo? Which I watched recently. Mm. Um, uh. But phase four was ants. Right. But getting to the Peter Sellers mm. link, there's a there was a very attractive British actress in that. She was very young. In oh, I thought there'd be a woman involved. A woman involved. There's always a woman involved. <laughs> and I'm gonna have to Google her name because I can't remember her name. But she actually died an alcoholic. Oh right. Oh, but before she did, right, she made she, she, that film. Well, she made that film, <laughs> but she also took all of Peter Sellers' money. Oh, right. Because she was the last, uh, well, that we know of, that I know of anyway. Um, Wife? Were they married? I'm going to find out. Uh, they, they made, they must have been for her to take, but there was a really big thing about, um, well, not really big thing, but obviously within the Sellers family that. He only known this woman five minutes, oh, right. and basically then, but she had um, complete control of his over estate. estate. Yeah, oh, and then, right. and then um, I think she pretty much drank it all away. Ah. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to put in phase four, and she's not bad in phase four. I mean, she's. I think that might have been. I, I would say she was obviously chosen for her looks rather than her acting ability, and I don't think she did a lot of acting. Do you think um, that's what Peter Sellers saw her in? I and don't he think was he like, was too bothered about her acting ability. No, but he may have seen that film and thought... Yeah, but he might, he may have, yeah, he may have seen her and gone, oh, who's that? Mm. Like they used to do in those days. Was she they? a like, model turned actress? I think she was. I mean, I think pretty, like, pretty, 
probably like Britt Eklund, like he'd probably seen, she was in a Bond film, wasn't she? Britt Eklund, wasn't she? I think he probably saw a Bond film and said, ooh, find me to his people. Mm. I must meet that woman. Yes, find me her number. Or he might have seen Wicker Man. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, that dance is enough to make like... It certainly stirred something It, it, it did myself. in me. Yes, definitely. That was a real eye-opener. Mm. <clears throat> Funnily enough, she's not actually... She's not actually in the main car. Oh, she's Lynn Frederick. Oh, I know the name, yeah. Lynn Frederick. Yeah. Lynn Maria Frederick was a British actress, film producer and fashion model known for her classic English rose beauty, Girl Next Door Charm. She died in 1994, but before dying, she did help herself. I shouldn't say help herself, <laughs> but she did access Peter Sellers' fortune. And spend it on booze. Booze and dresses, probably. And filmography, she, she did some obscure stuff, because I remember she did some TV stuff later, later on in her career. Filmography. Oh my God, No Blade of Grass. Have you ever seen that? It's a really bad sci-fi movie. No. So she liked a bit of oh, sci-fi. Oh, Nicholas and Alexandra. Have you seen that? That's a really no. good film, that, actually. That's Scott. Who's in that? A very esteemed... <coughs> Is that about... Russia? Russia. Yeah. And the, and, the, and the murder of the, the children. She was... Um, oh, Vampire Circus. I remember that. Do you remember that? I think it's a bit oh. of nudie dancing in that as well. Mm. Lots of, yeah. So she didn't mind... She was Catherine Howard in Henry VIII and his Six Wives. She was in The Amazing Mr. Blunden. I've heard of that. that Terry... Who's the other guy? Who was in the Railway Children? That guy. Lionel Jeffries. Yes, I think it might be. I might be wrong. Is he still? No, he can't be. No. I'm sure she did tell her. She did, a, she did a film called Schizo. Hmm. And The Prisoner of Zender. That oh. was her final film role in 1979. Oh, right. I'm after Hunter Down. She, she's um, <laughs> not Hunter Down, but I mean her roles because she, she's. She's got a very sort of, like, like they said there, very English rose kind of, you know, I think she went a bit permed towards the 80s and did a few TV. That says her last film, but I'm sure she did like, you know, Remington Steel. No, well, I think more American stuff, Remington <laughs> right. Steel, because they all relocate to America, don't mm. they? And The Equalizer or something, mm. I've done that. Or, you know, guest star on She was at the bar at the <coughs> Columbo. In the episode of, yeah, Columbo. Everyone was in Columbo. Yeah, she was knocking back a tequila in Columbo. Yeah. Where, I always remember the Columbo episode with, um, oh, what's his name? William Shatner. No, no um, Prisoner. Oh, Patrick McGoon. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember yeah. that one? I think I do. <coughs> yeah. Ah. He was a bit of a thespian, wasn't he? He was a thespian. Uh, another alcoholic. Was he? <coughs> yeah. He was an alcoholic. Yeah, okay. I think that got him in the end. Goes with the territory, then, I suppose. But mm. Yeah, I used to love watching The Prisoner. Come, come home very late at night. Mm. A night on the source again, you know, from the pub. Turn it on, there it was, like, I mean, just mind can expanding stuff. Can you do yeah. Patrick McGurn in prison? I can only do, be seeing you. Not, not anyone I'm, can do that. I'm not a number. I'm a free man. And that you won't funny, get it. that funny, <laughs> that funny weird ball that ball. used to chase him down the beach or. That's it. Very, I mean, great village. sort of um, back in the village, back in the village again. Oh, I made Did they make, no. Weren't they going to make that? Did they make that into a film? They made it. They, Mel Gibson was, was developing gonna, it, yeah. um, I believe, and he was going to be in it mm. because he obviously it, Braveheart, it would make a good film. Let's make the it? connection. Let's, mm. do, let's do the weaving. Right. He was, was Pat- in, he was in Braveheart. Was Patrick McGurn? McGurn was in Braveheart. Was he? Yeah, he was the one with the um, leprosy. All right. And they'd met. All right. And maybe McGurn said, "Oh, it would be perfect for." 
for number you one. Named, you never had a name, did he? number one, wasn't number he? Number one. And perhaps Gibson, like, you know, you'd probably not, you know, they'd probably been out on the piss and they, and he'd gone, yeah, fucking cheat right, mate, you know, shit. <laughs> I can do anything, I'm just, you know, I'm Mel Gibson. <laughs> so maybe he thought, like, I'm not saying he talks like that, I don't think but he, he sounds more American now, doesn't he, Mel? Has he, he's been rehabilitated, hasn't he? He's, he's no longer a anti Semite? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, 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 he's recounted or recanted. His anti-Semitism, mm. and now he's again a legitimate rehabilitated actor. in Hollywood. Yeah, they, they're kind of. I've always liked Gibson. I remember, aside from maybe his, um, you know, beating up his girlfriend and stuff. I'm not a big a fan of that, but I've always liked his performances. Um, he, he was always quite dependable. He was a bit of your. He was almost like your, your rough Tom Hanks, wasn't he? Yeah, you, know, you knew that he would give a you know a solid, yeah. solid actor. Mm. You know, not. Perhaps always exceptional, no. but he would give a solid yeah. performance. And probably someone that you would like to go out with. Have a drink with. Yeah. But not too not many. Not too many, because he, he, might, he might beat you up Yeah, he probably would like hit Russian you, wouldn't Crow, he? At the end of the night, he, shit out of you. yeah, he would, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah, maybe I wouldn't go out with him. Because you might say, that man without, <clears throat> without a face was a bit shit, wasn't he? Yeah. You, go, you fucking... <laughs> you might do that or something. But, <laughs> but Mad Max, of course, I mean, classic, I- iconic mm. role. Mm. I mean, we are going off on a tangent, but I, I, as much as I, you know, I question um, uh, Mel Gibson's dubious politics because he's he's got a bit of his that Catholicism. He's, he's weird, sort of. It's not even like Catholicism. It's kind of like weirdy. It's like a sort of splinter. Mm. Don't they like? Don't they sort of? Um, isn't it something where they think the Holocaust was over exaggerated or whatever? Oh right, there's I know. something about that. Oh right, I, I hear. He's like an extreme. Yeah, it's like extreme Catholic. Right. And obviously the uh, the wife beating and the girlfriend beating. Yeah. But um, but I did really miss him from from Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. I well, c- I could not accept Tom Hardy. No, I can't accept Tom Hardy. Or, or Tom Hardy. That's the know, we should spin off in a, in a Tom. Well, Hardy I, I know that like most or all of the female population of women love him. Yeah. Of, of the world. Yeah. I watched Venom recently because I won. Yeah. Here's, here's a story, right? I won Venom. The, I won the film. I never. I won it in a competition. You won the film. I won the film. Not on. Not on. On a big that tape or, or reels. Mm. Don't have reels anymore. I won the, the Blu-ray of Venom because oh, okay. I thought it looked shite. Mm. It looked shit. It so was. I was like, yeah. Have you seen it? Then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When did you watch it? When did I watch it? Tell me. I want to hear when your views on Venom. Cinema. You went to the cinema to see it. I think I did. Fucking hell, not, I didn't even go to the cinema to see it. How yeah. did I not go and see this to the cinema and you did? You saw I'm sure I did. I've seen it. What's it about? It was, what's it about? Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm just testing your mind. I want to see if you did really see it and you didn't just dream it or something. Well, it's about... Um, Don't just say it's about Venom. <laughs> that's, that's just a cop out. He gets infected with... He gets with, bitten by a radioactive spider. Yeah. Basically. He's basically it? Spider-Man, isn't it? Yeah. But it's like it's a... The bad it's, bit. Yeah, it's like, like a... duality type... Is that rubbing again? That thing. Yeah. What's it called? Oh, is it symbi- Is it called the symbiote? Symbiote, isn't it? The mm. symbiote or the symbiote? Yeah. From space. I didn't take much interest. It's in an it. awful clunky movie. I, I mean, my take on it is, it would have been an, an okay 1990s comic book movie. It, it seems incredibly dated. Mm. Everything about it, his acting is pretty bad as well. Yeah. But again, well, Tom Hardy, okay. Yeah, he's overrated. He's overrated. Mm. Bronson, great Tell film. Tell me, yeah, yeah. Bronson. Apparently, yeah. he's really he's done really much much of that, but no, I didn't. Didn't take to him in that. A lot of people love that, don't they? And he didn't he produce that. Did oh did he really? Yeah, I oh, think he's got that's some cash his. In it. Um, 
What was that? No, wasn't that? I'd never watched it. The, B, the BBC, he's like a sort of piratey. Oh, no, that's what he that's produced. That's what he produced, wasn't yeah, it? But sorry. I'd never really watched no. it. No. He's just like, um, he mumbles. He does mumble. He's, he's I mean, the worst mumbling was in um, the Batman. Like, oh, the Batman, like, uh, 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 I'll never get the Where he's right. Bane. Knights, Knight, Knight, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, Dark that Knight is Rises. the worst Batman film of the lot, I think. It's up there with Batman and Robin, the George Clooney one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he mumbles the way through it, and he mumbles in everything. Like, um, um, he thinks he's fucking Marlon Brando. Does think he's Brando? But he, I suppose he's got a bit of the Brando looks, is not he? Yeah, he's good looking. He is a good looking bloke. Yeah. If yeah. you look at it, he aesthetically, is impartially, he's a good looking guy. Yeah. But acting wise, but I think women must love a mumbler. Is that what it's all about, really? Yeah, if you mumble a bit. It's like you've got a speech impediment, it's like you've had a stroke or but something. In Bane, like it's just ridiculous. Like, I think we've already had a Bane rant. And but even the Lawless, fact that, you know, it could have been anyone behind that bucket. Yeah. Well, even in fucking, um, did you see the did you see <coughs> the Christopher Nolan Dunkirk movie? He's in that, isn't he? But he's, he's got like a, he's like, he's got like a sort of mask thing. Mm. And um, so even in that, it's like, is it is that like an in joke? Is mm. it just like, oh, he can't fucking, he can't announce it. Just give him, yeah. a, give him the mumbling role. Yeah, is, there's a role for um, a mumbler in this film. Oh, Tom Hardy's yeah. great at mumbling. He's a great mumbler. Oh, he's brilliant. He's an Oscar-winning he's mumbler. Oscar-winning mumbling. Yeah, they should do a whole new Oscar, mm. like for best mumbling in a motion picture. But he's hugely successful, isn't he? He is. Just sounds like sour grapes, doesn't it? Bringing that up that he mumbles. Probably but, is. Yeah, probably is, but. There you go, but, um, but yeah, he mumbles in he mumbles in Dunkirk. Although he does have a little monologue at the end, but the screening I saw Dunkirk in, ironically, this is the irony of that film. I went to the cinema to see Dunkirk, and it's pretty much. Have you seen Dunkirk? No. It's pretty much dialogue free that film. Mm. It's it, it, it practically is a silent movie. Um, it's all about the sort of the, the um, <clears throat> Sound design, the sort of spatial, mm. you know, the surround. Wasn't it filmed sound. on uh, six uh, seventy millimeter? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, obviously they converted to digital when it's screened because mm. no, hardly any cinemas screen celluloid anymore. Um, so I would have seen it digitally. Some may say downgraded. Mm. I'm sure Christopher Nolan would because mm. he's still the only one of the few guys who films in seventy millimeter or, or film, basically. He's got a new. He's got a new film in development as well. Sounds a bit. Sounds like a spy caper. Still sounds like he wants to do that bomb film. That um, you know, it's a bit of a spy. It's a spy caper that's coming out. And, All right. Um, sounds again like the audition. What, why haven't you chosen me for Bond yet? Mm. A bit like that scene in the dark. Who night. have they got? Who's directing Bond now? Because I've heard oh, yeah, something about not, that. It's not Danny Boyle, is it? It was delayed again. It was going to be Danny Boyle. Yeah, they got rid of him. He got rid or of him. He left. I'm sure it's some. I'd, it's a guy. Who, I've not heard of him. Who directed? I mean, he may have done features as well, but what was the film with um, the TV series, HBO series? With it started off with McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. Oh, True Detective. True Detective. Yeah. It's it's him. Oh right. I think he's I think he's Japanese. Yes. I'm sure, he's Tiki, Takewaki or something. Yes, or something like whatever. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, by all accounts, a very um, competent director. Because I read something that um, but they shooting with the. To be fair, they needed someone <coughs> quick, didn't they? Because yeah. It was all it was all going to be Danny Boyle, and then he backed out the last minute. So it, it probably was like a mad rush. Shit, we needed a director. Then they had a massive explosion, didn't they? Yeah, on the stage. explosion, and, and didn't Daniel Craig 
yeah, like, he sprained his, his leg or yeah, he got his, his leg yeah, or yeah. So yeah, it's been a bit. It's the cursed Bond mm, film. Apparently. But apparently, this bloke, whatever his name is, yeah, they were they were shoot they were filming. And filming was delayed. Yeah. And um, it was because he was, um, he's like a massive uh, video game player. Was he playing War, War, he was, War of He was on his PS4 it? and um, he couldn't. <laughs> he, he couldn't leave a game. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm playing Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're going to have to. So they were all waiting for him. You're going to have to delay and filming. And he was like, no, no. No, I've, no. I've got to finish this. I'm playing Call of Duty, mate. You're yeah. just going to have to wait. Yeah. And he was on like a. I'm on a campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Is that is that the is that the rumor mill? Well, apparently. Rumor control. These are the facts. So yeah, it's the cursed Bond it's film. The cursed Bond I don't know film. What, has it got a name yet? Or I thought it was syphilis or something, wasn't it? <laughs> it's the one where he, can, he contracts a sexually transmitted disease. Oh yeah. Well, he Gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. He must. Gone in the rear. Yeah. Gonorrhea. What was that rhyme with? Gonorrhea. It's been a year. <laughs> I mean, you could do a few sort of. Who's going to do the theme? Uh, hopefully not Probably Adele again. Ed Sheeran. Or, oh Christ, can you remember that? Um, can you imagine that? Normally someone... Middle current. of the road. Although Chris Cornell did do one. He did do. I don't know why he did it. I, I still think know. that's the, probably the second best Bond theme after Live and Let Die, to be fair. Mm. Had a bit of balls that song, didn't it? <clears throat> you know my name. Mm. Um, yeah, I kind of lost interest in Bond. It's like... What was the last one? Was it Spectre? That was Spectre the last one? I haven't They've all kind of merged to me now. Like Spectre his, and... What was the other one? one. It's not. So, it's not relevant. It's, it's sort of. It's kind of. They, they're trying to update it and make it relevant, but it's still got that hangover from the sort of sixties. It's dated, isn't it? It's really. Dated. It's probably why you had Austin Powers kind of parodying it mm. in a way. Bond films. It's. It probably. It probably works best as a parody. It does. Yeah. With, like, even though Roger Moore wasn't my favourite Bond, mm. I think he had the best take on Bond. The tongue and cheek sort yeah. of element. Yeah. yeah. This is I all did a prefer Sean Connery. But I'm not a huge Bond fan. I still like Dalton. I thought they should have given him another film. Yeah, I wasn't, but he was I, too a, too much of an actor, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, probably. I was never keen on um, Brosnan, really. No. I always thought he was no. just a bit... He looked like a sort of model. Yeah. But he didn't have any, He's t- no depth to him, really. Too stiff and... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Rigid. Yeah. Great as a sort of model. He, he looks like Bond. He looks like Bond. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But anyway, I guess everyone's got their own opinion on what Bond should be, I guess, but... Yeah, I don't know how you go with that. Really, it's like it's a tough one because obviously it makes so much money now. Well, they do. It? Yeah, I mean the last one made a. Was it the last one that made a bit? No, I think the last one wasn't as successful. It was the one. Um, what, was the, what was the one with where um, he ends up at the place he was born in Scotland or something? Um, Spectre was the last one, wasn't it? What was the one that Ad- Adele did the theme tune to? What was the, think of the theme tunes? That's how I remember Bond, Bond films by the theme tune. I can't. No. I can't remember. Did the spe- oh, the Spectre was that? That was that high pitched guy, wasn't it? The, the English bloke. Sam Ooh, Smith. Sam Smith. But I'm sure that was Spectre, which didn't rhyme with anything, so that had to do like a completely different song that didn't have Spectre in the title. But um, oh, what was it? What was that Adele song? So it was Casino Royale, wasn't it? That was the first. That was the first. Yeah, that's the that only was, that's, one. That's, that's, pretty that's good, the only actually. one that's, that I've seen. That's a really, decent one. And then you had um, after, yeah, that was the beginning of the reboots, wasn't it? And then you had, oh, what's it called? I'm trying to think, it doesn't matter. Anyway, you know, I'm not being a big Bond <coughs> fan, I can't remember him. <laughs> Goldeneye, I keep thinking of Goldeneye, but that was bloody Brosnan, wasn't it? Mm. But anyway, where were we, Bombs? Uh, the, the cursed Bond film. Mm. 
not really that interested. Out till 20, Christmas 2020 or something, isn't it? Mm. Now, but we, but we, we were getting on the kick of. Um, so we've gone from tragic comedians. We've we've sort of digressed to OJ Simpson. I like it. I like the way this mm. is all spinning off. It's got a, an arc. It's got an arc. Sort of. Sort of tragic. Where's it going to end up? I don't know. Who knows? Um, probably with me getting another drink. Yeah, probably. I must just uh, apologise for any sort of noise you can hear in the background. It's someone's mowing their lawn, oh, right, yeah, uh, which is pretty it's inconsiderate. It's very inconsiderate. When we're recording over here. And they're getting closer now. So you... I'll tell you what. <clears throat> the, 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 the theme song for that film with Adele, it was his residence. It was the name of his residence. I, uh, that was almost a Black Beauty thing. What's that? Do you think they thought like, oh, what's a really good melody? Oh, what about that old, that the, the Black Beauty thing tune? Yeah, let's 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 use that. Yeah, yeah it could almost be a Bond. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I used to love Black Beauty. That used to, I think, probably mainly just the um, the theme tune. Really, I think I lost interest. Not the horse. Quite like the horse, but I think yeah. once the episodes got going, they were all a bit boring. We're like, oh, mm. let's let's take the horse out I can't for a run. Even... I can't was even remember. Like, a story was it like Lassie with a horse? I think they didn't talk. <laughs> they, they it wasn't like, like they weren't like famous Ed. Where, where are the where are the children trapped? Um, Black Beauty. <laughs> I don't. It might have been. I don't know. I can't. I, I just, can't remember, I remember what it was about. Really. I know it's about a horse and a girl and a girl and an old man. Probably couldn't get away with these days. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something really that, different, doesn't it? That's probably a, a horse, a girl, and an old man. That's probably like a different film in itself. A recipe for disaster. <laughs> right, this is really annoying me now. So Adele Bond theme because it's just like gonna Skyfall. Jesus Christ! I bet people are out there screaming like it's fucking Skyfall. Well, that's Skyfall. his resi- residence. I think it was. Yeah, I think it's called Skyfall. What in Scotland? In Scotland. Skyfall. And, and, and the, the, the story goes about that film is. Have you seen that one? Is Sean Connery his? Sean Connery was going to be. Father. Yeah. Well, they wanted Sean Connery to be. Um, well, because I think it was some. Was it the fiftieth anniversary? It was some big anniversary and the big sort of gimmick would would have been to get Sean Connery out of retirement right. to play a role you know you've got the new guy and obviously you know the, mm. the old guy and he just weren't playing ball old Connery he's like I'm, he I'm, can't I'm, be arsed now I'm can playing he? golf fuck you yeah she's a beast you got on your shite wish money that's a really bad Sean Connery anyway so he basically the rock the rock welcome to the rock so he was like no I'm not doing that Mm. So they got Albert Finney to do it because I think, and there is some sort of nod because apparently Albert Finney was um, back in the old '60s era. He was touted as a replacement to Connery. Be a podgy Bond, wouldn't he? It, well, not back then. I don't think he was. No. But he, but was he always podgy? Wasn't well, he always podgy? He's thick set. Thick set. Okay, we'll say thick okay. set. But um, I mean, obviously he was quite rotund in Skyfall. Yeah. But then is he is he still alive? No, no, he's dead, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, died, he died a long, long ago, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Very Finney. good actor. Very good actor. So yeah, he was in Skyfall. He <clears> played like the butler or something, or he'd been the one that was, or the custodian of the Skyfall residence. I don't know what the fuck he was doing, just hanging around waiting for Bond to turn up. Ah! Oh. Like, and then the last bit of that film, it's like it's like Home Alone. <laughs> so you got the bad guys. Is it Xavier Bardem? I can't remember the bad. 
Yeah, I think Xavier Bardem is the bad guy in it with a really dodgy blonde rinse. Oh, yeah. And um, so he's after Bond and they track him to Skyfall Residence and um, Bond's like, oh, what are we going to do, uh, fat Albert Finney? <laughs> and Albert Finney goes, ah, let's set traps like in that film Home Alone with Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> he, he doesn't, what, he says that? He should say that. Oh, but that's what they do. <laughs> but that's effectively what they do. So there's like booby trapped oh, okay. spikes and things. Oh, and right. <laughs> People getting impaled, a bit Rambo styling. Oh, right. Um, and so it's a bit, not, not pots of paint on the head. Is it a bit MacGyverish? It's a bit MacGyver. Yes, a bit MacGyverish, definitely. So I'll, you know, Daniel Craig fashions right. spiky stabbing weapons mm. that kill the bad guys. But I don't really remember how that film actually ends because I, I was kind of losing interest in that film. Mm. I, go, I go and see him now just out of habit now, really. But you go and see him. I go and see Daniel, who? Daniel Craig. I go and see him <laughs> on, on habit. Yeah, I sort of, sort of stalk him. He calls you up, and Daniel. My roommate. He rings you up and You don't know says, me, but I'm your biggest non-fan. He's all right, Daniel Craig, isn't he? Do you think, will he, do you think when, because it's, apparently this is his last Bond film, isn't it? Mm. Whatever it is, really going to be called, you know, gonorrhea, whatever it is. Mm. Um, so, um, I, no, I, I don't know, Do you really, think he'll have a career post-Bond? Has he, did he, has he had, I mean, Brosnan had a bit of a dodgy period, didn't he? But then he kind of did Mamma Mia and kind of slightly yeah. reinvented himself. He tried to he tried to escape the... Because it is a bit of a, the curse, isn't it? You could call it that. Should we call he, it the curse yeah. of Bond? He wanted to be Bond, though, didn't he? Like, for well, he couldn't do it, could he? Because he was contractually first. employed to do... Um, I, I want to say Sapphire and Steel, but I don't... Remington. Like, yeah. Imagine that as a crossover. Yeah. You've got Sapphire and Steel and Remington Steel. <laughs> you could do Sapphire and Remington Steel, couldn't you? Like a weird David McCullen. CSI. Anyway, um, yeah, and he couldn't do Bond, could he? Because he was contracted. Oh right, so they'd asked CBS him already. Yeah, they'd already asked him, but he couldn't so, get out of his contract with oh, right. CBS or whatever. So it was probably was. like Fate. one day. Yeah, one day. But then you know that was when he was kind of young and dashing. I suppose he was just older and dashing. But so so yeah, so Dalton must have taken that. That was around the Dalton oh, era. Right. Yeah, that didn't really work for him, did it? Dalton? No, I guess not. I mean, did he just do the one? Did he did two. Oh, right. But he did The Living Daylights. <coughs> oh, The Living Daylights. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and what other one did he do? He did two. I know he did two. The Living Daylights and The Living Daylights. What was one before? I'm sure he did. Well, he did. He did two. Mm. I think The Living Daylights was the one that in, in the UK is controversial because it was the first Bond to get a 15 certificate. Because it was like, they tried, because Die Hard had come out and it was like, Die Hard was like, all the action movies, and Schwarzenegger and all the, mm. you know, the big action stars, Willis, Schwarzenegger, Stallone, they were all, they're all doing these big muscular action movies, lots of mm. killing and mm. fighting and stabbing. And Bond looked positively sort of archaic and, you know, old fashioned in comparison. Mm. So they tried, they upped the violence and, and so, yeah, in the UK it was slapped with a, with a 15, which was <coughs> the first Bond film ever. Like I, up I always stuff. remember Dalton from Flash Gordon. Yes, of course. Yeah. Peter Duncan. Freeze, you bloody bastards. <laughs> Peter Duncan. Peter Duncan. From on, Blue I, Peter. I remember watching it on Blue Peter and he's, he was talking about his his role. and Because you know, Blue Peter always used to do their little exposés, didn't they? They did like Doctor Who episodes. And um, I think when the, when the Star Wars people were filming out uh, around Elstree, you'd get them coming in. Mm. And, Artie or something, or Anthony Daniels, because he'd do anything when he like he'd, he'd appear at the opening of a paper bag, so yeah. he'd go to um, Blue Peter, mm. and um, so yeah, I remember that one when he was because he had to put his hand in that. That's right, yeah, yeah. And, and if I, I can't remember the 
what the point of that was, but if you survived it, you were were you like elevated to like godlike status or something? I'm not sure. I can't remember. But he got bitten anyway, then he died. Yeah, yeah. So he basically, yeah, yeah. It wasn't a very big part. Wasn't a big part, and didn't basically. didn't didn't um, Flash had to do the same thing, didn't he? Yeah. But Flash got away with it. I love that film. It's a great film. It's ch- and, and, and and again, talking of remakes, because everything's a remake, they're remaking that. Are they? We're not remaking it, I mean, it's a, obviously a comic book, but they are yeah. doing another version. Oh, right. By the guy oh. who did Thor Ragnarok, who is currently filming the the live-action version, <coughs> version of the manga Akira. Oh, right. I think... Some films you should just leave alone, because... That is so camp and so of its time. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I mean Max von Sydow. Yeah, the time. What is this? Earth. Let's let's play physics for a while. <laughs> what what plaything do you um, have with your day? Yeah. Brian um, Blessed. Yeah, Gordon's. I mean, yeah. How are you going to top Gordon's alive? Yeah. And you know. No. All that stuff. It's just and, and the Queen soundtrack. Yeah. We're well, gonna get Brian May. Boom, 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 get Brian boom, May back boom, in and whoever is Flash. singing for Queen. He uh, shaved every one of us. He shaved every one of us. Yeah. He may have shaved every one of us mm. as well. But yeah, I don't. I don't see. Yeah, like you say, there's some films that are almost sacrosanct, and you just. They. I mean, they should be left. Mm. I know they can say based on the comic. Mm. Obviously, it was a. It was a. You know, Reboot is like a. It was a property before it was a movie, obviously. Mm. But I mean, everyone. But it's you know, Flash in a way was so iconic. You know, it's like a camp classic, isn't it? Yeah. I think you just there's some things you just can't really touch mm. because it's it's headed for disaster. What, basically. Would, would they go the camp way? They probably wouldn't, would they? I don't know. We're all very well, serious. Well, they so they'll go the, the sort of um, gritty, dark. Um, yeah. Marvel. Yeah, that, that, right. that's probably what they're thinking. Oh, we could get a franchise out of this. Mm. That's probably that is definitely the the producers, yeah, the producer mindset, isn't it? It's like, yeah, franchise, franchise. Mm. It is all about sequels now, isn't it? Mm. Like, and, 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 the, and the Marvel model. Yeah. There's basically, you know, for better or worse, and, and many may say worse, um, it has created a new cinematic model, isn't it? Mm. Like, ah, oh. I mean, everyone's trying to copy it. Mm. You know that whole the whole um, Marvel m- model. You know, like it used to be Star Wars. I mean, we've always had sequels, haven't we, and stuff. Mm. But um, well, obviously, Marvel own Lucasfilm now. But yeah, but everyone wants a piece of that big. You know, well, it's franchise. A billion dollar but yeah, I mean billions, isn't it? I mean, yeah. every, I think pretty much almost every Marvel billion dollars. Yeah, they're guaranteed. Yeah, that exactly. Make one, even if it's shit. Crap. Exactly. Yeah. I think we, you know, we discuss it in our last this podcast. But um, so yeah, everyone wants that. Everyone wants that property where they think, oh, we could get a franchise out of this. Mm. This could, you know, there's the merchandising and all the all the. I think maybe merch merchandise is a less of a thing these days. That kind of bubbles burst a little bit, isn't it? Mm. I mean, gone are the days of the Star Wars action figures and the Star Wars bedspreads and the Star Wars. Yeah, I don't think kids are that. that they got they got video games now. Yeah, they don't need all that shit. Yeah. Right? they don't need all that paraphernalia. No. <clears throat> I mean, but even even so. The video games based on the movies mm. are big sellers. So, you know, the Lego. Yes. What, what I noticed the other day, I went to see Toy Story Four. All right. Not great, but I. I but it was interesting to see a trailer before Toy <coughs> Story Four, and it was Playmobil. Playmobil. All right. Play. Yeah, Playmobil. Yeah. yeah. So they're they're gonna they're going for that Lego thing. All right. So they're thinking, ah, 
Lego's got this whole series of Lego Batman movies, Lego whatever. Mm. So yeah, I was really surprised to see it. It did look very low budget, but obviously Playmobil want some of that Lego money. Mm. So they're going, yeah, let's do a light, let's do a, um, a cartoon Playmobil mm. movie. Mm. So you've got Vikings and yeah. it's basically the same format and then as you, Lego. Yeah, then you sell more, more Lego, yeah. more Playmobil. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, you know, it's, you do feel like you are being, it is very, um, very contrived and yeah. Yeah, cynical. Mm. Um, but that's the movie business, isn't it? Yeah. It's effectively about money. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you kind of expect it, but it's kind of sad. I, I, I don't know, maybe it's just our cynical heads, but it seems perhaps the era of more obscure... You know, um, franchise movies seem to be, they seem to monopolise the box office and the more sort of avant-garde, I know, you still, they, I know they still slip through the net a little bit, but the more avant-garde, obscure stuff, you, you have to, you really have to seek that out now, mm. a bit nowadays, and a lot of it goes straight to Netflix or, you know, DVD or whatever, mm. so, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting, and stuff that's not stuff that isn't a franchise film tends not to stay tends not to hang around the box office very long mm. so you know I mean I think Captain Marvel is still playing was it God's, or that and Godzilla 2 whatever which was a tedious CGI fest mm. with you know shallow poorly drawn human characters you wonder why they even bothered but there yeah. you go. It's a franchise again. It's a franchise. Mm. They've used them. They've used the Marvel <coughs> model. So you've got we've got we had Godzilla, Red Kong, Skull Island. They're already and they're and they're next. Gonna, yeah, we've got we've got Kong and Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's all like you know it's a, it's all a plan. It's all a planned out. Yeah. Franchise, isn't it? Yeah. Using that Marvel yeah. sort of model. Mm. You know, you've got standalone movies. So you've got Captain America, um, you know, um, Iron Man, mm. and then you'll have a big sort of uh, you know, like Avengers Assemble movie where all the characters yeah. coalesce. Yeah. So we've had Godzilla, we've had Kong, and now we're going to have Kong versus Godzilla. It's, you know, mm. it is a bit, it is, well, it's not just a bit, it is totally cynical and, and a, a bit unimaginative, bit, really. Yeah, yeah, very unimag unimaginative. Um, but but I'm going to get another drink. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll pause this, pause, um, pause the applause. this uh, pub section. <laughs>